0: we <laughs>
1: show it's the wagner wire presented by audio visual consultations what would you say you do here i don't like to brag but i do a pretty convincing omar from the hbo program the wire Manager manage a baseball team mm-hmm. fantasy all your fantasy sports updates
2: fantasy what
1: fantasy baseball got Matsui. suey He's worth a million in prizes. Obviously, you're not a golfer.
0: Hey, I got a hockey record.
1: That's interesting, man. Now, the host from the East Coast, here's Wax. That was pretty classic.
3: am 1260 so happy to be with you myself the smash the chad See hastings in the building behind the glass directing you in and off to the in and off these austin awesome radio airwaves on your independence weekend yep All- yep yeah. thank you a little a little 40 to E 40 there Oh, E40? That's what I'm talking about.
0: Hey Smash, how are we doing? How are we feeling? Oh, dude, I'm doing good. <laughs> That's for, a hard cliff. <laughs> for a minute there, I thought you were trying Terrible to. Do... <laughs> Sorry there. That <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> was... It's okay, man. That's not like your everyday job. Yeah, you don't know that. Yeah. We know it. We should know. That, that was, not... was and Louise
3: right there, Brad Pitt. <laughs>
1: I'll go old I'll go old school reference. Not exactly Jam Master J on that one, fellas. <laughs> it's R- tricky. R.I.P. It was tricky. <laughs> TRicky. Good call. Definitely Good call. R.I.P.
0: When you brought us back in for a minute with that, oh yeah, I thought you were trying to be like Paul Bearer, you know, with the was my voice that high? You went pretty high oh, there for man. a second there. And I was just like, oh, maybe he was trying to channel that inner Paul Bear." Because, you know, we talked about The Undertaker in the first hour with Mick Foley and all that pro wrestling. We talked about a lot of pro wrestling can I, stuff, can actually.
1: I, can I can I, <laughs> all right, it, let's go. Okay, Wags, you're, you're Paul Bear. Justin is Macho Man, and you're asking him how he likes his hot dog. Go ahead.
3: Macho Man, I see that you hold a glizzy very well. But if I had to take observation,
1: what condiment would you put all over that glizzy?
0: Well, let me tell you something. Oh, yeah. I take a a look at this hot dog. Can we switch the roles? Yeah, we need to. Because that's like I just don't. All right, we're going to switch. I'm sorry. We're switching roles. Justin, you
1: are Paul Bear. Okay, Savage, you're asking Paul Bear how he (laughs) likes his hot dog. Here we go.
0: WHAT DO YOU LIKE ON YOUR HOT DOG? What's that smell? That you got coming off
3: of
2: your suit
3: there, Paul Bearer. I don't even care about a hot dog anymore. You smell like
1: a glizzy.
3: Ooh, you smell like meat flesh. Maybe I'll eat you instead there.
0: I am a mortician.
1: Oh, this is terrible. (laughs)
0: that's not what i intended when
1: we started that yeah no (laughs) yeah
0: wow the saturday (laughs) that turned
1: weird that got really dark really did you know oh my god that got dark
0: man
3: well um, no well what i don't know what i burnt glisley what i what i put (laughs) on my hot dog all right so look it it really changes okay and we teased this on the other side all right we (laughs) like usually i'll go with the chili cheese dog right but when it gets that, it's got to be a a, a, re, a regular bun. But wait a if minute, if you man. go with the pretzel bun, that's when you have to mustard it up. But wait, wait you know wait. what I mean? And I've been craving. Mm. You know what? You, you ever had a pretzel bun hot dog? Oh, I've had it. Yes, I usually
1: don't dial that up for like a Fourth of July. I usually go basic oh, bun. Okay, I just okay. go basic bun. See, but, I, I,
3: I really, but I go
1: mustard anyway. Mustard on a hot dog so to me, any go, kind of bun, don't will, care.
3: Will you go mustard with chili cheese?
1: Oh yeah. Wow! Oh yeah, you got to do it. That's a weird combination. Absolutely, <gasps> I'm, I'm, mustard. You, you, you go mustard layer like the mustard glue to start. Chili over the top. If you choose to sprinkle a little cheese, you sprinkle a little cheese. Maybe even a raw onion or two. Just go yeah, ahead. You throw well, some onions yeah. on there. We're gonna go. Let's go. Sonic doesn't put those items on that th- on that extra long cheese cone for no reason, <laughs> right? Like they <laughs> they true. figured it out. And if you're gonna do the coney, let's do it off the grill too. Can't do it out of the boiled water. That was the do it oh, out oh of the no no no. Pop. We definitely grill those up. You're See, absolutely right. And then it get it, it the where pot. they're just about to pop, pop. Or in my case, get it where they're just ripped up you, and popped and black on the Thank edge. You. Oh yeah, let's go. I gotta Thank have you. a little.
3: I gotta have a little bit of black on my tip. You know what I mean? I gotta have it just crispy and charred, just a little bit. Little just crispiness. A, just yeah. enough to make the skin crack and, and break open absolutely. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Do you do you ever do like a slit or a cut? No. Do you do your cuts diagonally? Never. Or do you slit your hot dog down. The oh, no, I just let it happen naturally. Yeah.
1: Just let it happen. Whatever Ooh. happens, happens. Ooh. Yeah. All yeah, nice. yeah. All natural with so, that glizzy. Some of them come off the grill looking like I'm a genius, some of them come off the grill. <laughs> And
0: only I'll touch them. You know what I mean? Like it just—we just let it happen. Well, actually, you know when you <laughs> I'm think of
3: it, like I'm a <laughs>
0: when you think of it that way, you probably are really a genius if you didn't want anybody else to eat those hot dogs. Now that is you true. Make sure, that those are for you. Yeah, I
3: could do the mustard, no problem. Says Coach Scooby.
0: Um, yeah, so I can I can rock both. Like I'll.
3: But I can't I've never tried the chili cheese and the mustard combo. I'm gonna I gotta do it oh, now. I'll give it a shot. I gotta do it now. That's not living. You're look, not living it if you don't do it. So read
1: look carefully on the Sonic menu. Next time you go for your extra long cheese coney, they serve it one way and they serve it with the chili, extra long cheese coney, cheese and chili. But look carefully. Underneath it says you have the option to add mustard and onions. Ooh. And if you do that, well, you're just living then. Just go.
3: What do we call that? We call that Diablo style. <laughs> Diablo Ooh, style. Goodness. We
1: also call that don't have plans later. No, because yeah.
0: you're gonna be. It's gonna burn you twice. It's gonna need a
1: nap. <laughs> it's gonna, gonna, gonna need a nap
0: <laughs> after put, that, bad boy. Put play. you to sleep. Yes. Put it, you to. Oh my goodness. It sounds right. like you're gonna need some wet naps so after what, that too. What,
3: let's put. We'll also put like a question out on the horn. Uh, Twitterverse as well if we if we have limited tweets, if we have unlimited tweets. Do we uh, have we reached our <laughs> limit on now on You never Twitter? told us what the number was earlier? It doesn't give you that's just it. It doesn't give you oh, a number now, I didn't 600. Subscribe. If Yeah. it's 600 600 for regular tweets but if you, if you subscribe, you you subscribe get over 600. Wait, yeah. In how long? In a, a day.
1: Six hundred? In a day. Wait, this is a story? That's not a yeah. limit? Who is tweeting six hundred and one times a day? No, 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 reading, it's
3: feeds. Reading. you get to read. You only read. Oh. You're only allowed in. Oh 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 oh, I see total. Like yes, what man. you send out and what you're taking yes. in.
1: Total is 600 or no, it's just what or, you can read. Oh, yeah, you can only read can 600. You can only
3: take in 600 tweets. Is you there, only in you can only take in 600 pieces of information. Is
1: there a limit on how much I can send out?
3: Not that I have not seen because I'm not sitting here popping off <laughs> but seven but now, tweets
1: like, anymore. But now
0: that you said it, it's going to be the next there, thing well, that, yeah. will, that will be the next thing That to would be the
1: story cuz as you of, as you were going through it, I thought, wait a minute, we still can't figure out term limits for senators and right, representatives can, mm-hmm. and figure out the whole you know, Supreme Court and all that stuff. We can't figure that out, but there's limits on tweets. Well, we can lock this yeah, We, lock we figured down. that that out. Yeah, that's weird. I certainly don't tweet enough or am on Twitter enough to get anywhere near a limit.
3: But you can see now how I feel like this is my theory is kind of coming to fruition. Or not fruition. It's not coming yet because it's not done. But I feel like Elon wants this thing to die. Like he's either going to make money off of it with subscriptions, right, or <laughs> or his dream that Twitter's going to go away and people will get back to normal life. <laughs> yes, maybe.
0: Yeah, maybe that's not a bad thought. we'll go, we'll go away. No, that would never happen. You can't introduce something into this, you know, the ectosphere, and then this decide something, to take else, it away. something else will just exactly. take its place. Yeah, like, there'll just be another one that rises to the top. What was that? Uh, what was that other?
3: Um, platform that people were trying to go to once they found out that Elon um, oh bought- Mastodon
0: or whatever it was whatever yeah some some of the place for people to it's complain. because I think like their version was just too difficult to use and that's I think that's been the key to Twitter it's just so easy to access easy to use you had a character limit you know Well don't get me,
3: like I, I I enjoy Twitter but I enjoy Twitter for marketing purposes and being able to reach out to guests and stuff like that um, getting you know decent content that i like you know the filtered content that i like not the shove all kinds of toxicity down my throat so to speak and oh, that's, that's what my it. twitter looks like well, <laughs> well, well you got to get off of you got to get off of following or
0: you got to get off of for you and put it on follow oh i do but it just like it just pulls up random stuff anyways that i don't have really any interest in following sometimes i felt like the alg- the uh algorithm had changed you know, after the purchase, but I'm just like, you know, whatever. I just use it for what I use it for. It's and not a big deal to me. As long as you're using it for
3: social media, it's fine. Like, yeah, Twitter's Twitter's fantastic, and it's it's also cool because you can you can essentially reach out to anyone. They might not reach out back to you. You know, they might not return your
0: message or whatnot. I know. I was hoping that Chad Ocho Cinco would hook it up and like we could play some nah. soccer when he came to Austin, but I didn't hear that reply. Keep trying, man. Keep yeah, trying. Maybe next you know time because he fail. does meet up with his fans.
3: Success is failure done more times or what is it twice successes is doing
0: something over and over again until you finally get it right uh we're going the abraham lincoln model is that one. what it is i i i, I remember <laughs> is that, what he, that is i just remember going to an old school doctor where they had like those uh, motivational posters like on the wall while you're sitting there and waiting and the one was always about abraham Re- lincoln like oh he failed in business he failed as a lawyer he failed in marriage he failed in this he failed in that but finally after failing 25 times he, he lied beca- to the government yeah he becomes the president, the president of the united, of the united states. states i was like oh okay good for him i <laughs>
3: love oh of America, all oh, of it. Um, yeah, but yeah, back except to Twitter, for Lee Greenwood. Back to <laughs> except for <Lee> I
0: hate <laughs> that song, man. Yes. Um, Exploitation,
3: so, yes. Yeah, Exploitation song. Uh, anyways, off of that, but on back on the Twitter. So Twitter is just like the land of narcissists and you know nepotism. To be honest with you, um, not nepotism, but uh, narcissistic and nonsense. Narcissism and nonsense, so to speak. Um, that's that's always what I've found Twitter to be outside of marketing purposes oh i
0: thought you're talking about f1 no (laughs) no f1 though what a hell
3: of a game that just launched oh yeah the new f1 for for ea yeah that just launched
0: i didn't realize that ea had the title the the licensing title for f1
3: that's cool yeah so i think that's the only racing game that ea does too i think they they might have a few need for speed did
0: they stop doing the nascar series yes okay
3: yes so they only do the f1 all right let's talk a little nba though all right so a lot of people been getting their bags but one person has not got that and we'll talk a little bit more about people securing their bags at the bottom of the hour when we have keenan womack on here in just about 15 minutes after the next break um but anyways let's talk about this dame lillard situation oh man all right he is requesting put it into portland let it be known are we sure this time he let it be known he has requested a trade.
0: That's what he said the last other fifty eight times.
3: It is known. It is official. It's in.
0: So why did he wait? Where?
3: I think it was. I think it was because we talked a little bit about it two weeks ago. Man, Scoot Henderson going to Portland in the draft. Where does that help out Portland in the front court?
0: It doesn't. It, the problem is, it, it's just all like, okay, look, I respect Dame for what he can do as a player. Obviously, he's very good, but. He's a generational player. I do feel if I was a Portland fan or anybody in the front office, I would feel slighted because they could have put a trade package together for him and probably got a better, you know, of a few more draft picks or uh, were able to get some other assets that have signed with other teams already and been able to work something out. Before all this, and now he's late to the party, and now Portland's going to be forced to. And I'm all about the player getting the bag and what they want. Don't get me wrong, but now the organization and those fans are going to have to suffer because now they're going to be forced to buy low. Pay. Okay,
3: so you think the the return on investment's lower now than than it was two years ago?
0: Oh, easily. I mean, he's in his 30s. He's 30. I still think he's got, dude. He's what is he? 32, 33.
3: He's still got three, you know, three or four top top end years in the association, maybe even you know, five, six in longevity. Like the dude can still play, man. He's in phenomenal shape. He takes care of himself. And he's still at,
0: he's a top tier point guard. I understand that. And I'm not taking that away from him. But my question is, can he help you win a championship? Because he has
3: 100% with, with, I mean, he has no pieces in Portland and nor have they tried to get him legitimate pieces to help get their, get their championship. What, all right, if you're Dame Lillard, he's, he's given you a list of, of teams where he goes, where he wants to go. Where are, if, in, excuse me, if you're Portland, where do you shop him to? That's just it. My, I, I mean, I like, I like Miami. And if you're Dame Lillard too, that's a win. But win. who do you take? Well, it's got to be a, like, cause it's going to be like a sign and trade deal, right? No, it's got to be a pack. It's got to be one hell of a package. So, yeah. You, Hero's got to come over. Yeah. Hero has to come over. Um, Probably Robinson. Okay. And then you're also I think in Miami does have I know they have one first rounder. I think they got they're probably gonna have to give them two first rounders back to back. Like that's that's their future. That's a big portion Jeez. of their future. But during that time, during that time, they have a chance to win one, maybe two championships.
0: I don't think Dame, Dame Lillard's nothing. Dame to bring Lillard that back.
3: Dame Lillard, Jimmy Buckets, bam out of bio. Cause look, you gotta make a move. Struce is gone. Mm. Vincent's gone. Yeah, the shooters are gone out of Miami. You got to bring something in, and it's uh, but, not going to get.
0: But you would be getting Tyler Hero back, who's significantly younger, who's coming off of a. And he just signed
3: that contract too, so they're probably wanting to move that. He he signed a contract what two years ago. He had, and he hadn't been the he hadn't been like the same hungry. You hadn't seen the same hungriness out of Hero since he's gotten that bag.
0: Yeah, but I and, think... and that's kind
3: of unfair to say that,
0: but, but it's true. But I think after missing out on the playoff run here where he didn't get a chance to play has reunited that hunger because now he knows that this team could possibly win a championship and that team might have won a championship or at least taken a couple more games from the Nuggets if he had been available healthy in midseason form because he was hot coming into the playoffs before he broke his hand in game one against the Bucks.
3: Hey, Scenario here. I'm walking into a, a room with you. Hey, do you think, uh, you think Dame Willard's better than uh, Tyler Hero?
0: I think they're about the same right Are now. Are you serious, Smash? Yeah, dead serious. Ugh. I think you're placing too much value on an older Dame Lillard because there's always the chance for injury. He might have the Chris Paul problem where he might not be able to be healthy in a long playoff run because he's never been on one, and that's no fault of his. But, you know, Portland has missed the playoffs in the last two seasons.
3: But, Tyler, but but. but...
0: Uh, granted, they got to the finals. Tyler I think, Hero the, just came. Tyler Hero wasn't even
3: available because of injury.
0: So yeah, with that logic, broke why not his take, hand. Well, so with that logic, it's not, not a t- muscle tear.
3: With that logic, why not take a shot on somebody that still he has a chance to be there? It's the same type of.
0: Because if you're Miami, you might get the same exact output with a younger guy that you already have signed for more years that you're not going to have to renegotiate with down the line, and then come to that really tough conclusion when they're like 35, 36 if you want to give them another contract or not. Because there's no telling if you actually complete winning an NBA championship because the Nuggets looked like they were unstoppable, right? Man, I think you take that, dude. man. I think with it, – You're going to need more than him. What, with what, what Tyler here? What, you're gonna, yeah, you're going to need more than him. I don't
3: think so, Dave. man, because it's, it's there. You'll, now, you'll acquire pieces. You'll acquire other pieces in, in free agency or whatnot. But with this bag, I mean – Securing this, securing Dame Lillard to come over to the Miami Heat gives you perimeter, gives you deep range perimeter shooting that you did not have. Consistent deep range perimeter shooting that you did not have. Now look, and maybe Robinson doesn't even have to come over in the package. Maybe he can just be hero and two firsts. Oh
0: no, Duncan needs to go. He needs to go. He he wasn't a value. T- he wasn't as much of a value to that squad in this playoff run as he had been Head in some past off years. Nights. Head some off nights and he doesn't get paid that type of money to have off nights. He needs to do his one job, which is come in, hit more than 40% from the three point line and make sure that they have good perimeter shooting throughout the night. Because if he does that, we're not even talking about this trade because they would already have the pieces together. But they feel like they might not. That's that's somewhat valid. I can give you. that. But I'm still thinking that for you might be giving up too much if you give up Tyler Hero in order to acquire. Dame I,
3: I I think you are. I mean Tyler Hero and two first is first. I'm not even a
0: big it, fan of Tyler Hero. I'm just I just know uh, from Dame what Lillard, I've seen.
3: Dame Lillard's better than Tyler Hero. One on one, I mean, if you're if you're evaluating player versus player, Dame Lillard is is at ninety and Tyler Hero is at a seventy five for me. OK, if, if, if you're just trying to make qualify, I, I think
0: that's my I think my big question is, like, how good is Dame Lillard? Because I've seen some outlets Dame say, can
3: help you. Can, Dame Lillard can help Miami win a championship next year. I saw that's some outlets
0: that place Dame Lillard as like the 12th best player in the NBA. And I don't believe that. I just no. don't think he's that good. He's great, but he's not that good.
3: Opinions vary. That's for sure. Hey, you know what doesn't vary, though? The success of audiovisual consultations. For the past 32 years, AV consultations have been setting the standard in audiovisual automation. If you need your dude's den hooked up or your princess palace hooked up, or I don't know, it's outside, you're going to be, uh, Elon Musk has taken away your your tweet limits. Maybe you need to go outside on your patio and look at your uh, your beautiful pool. And what do you know? You're missing a TV out there. Call AV consultations up, 512 255 8678, or go to their gallery of projects that they've done uh, and, and look at you know, see what the projects that they've done over the past 32 years. And then you'll get an idea of exactly what you need. Whether you're watching basketball, NASCAR, baseball, those birds are looking hot. The Rangers are looking great too. Whether you're watching wrestling, watching, you know, the anniversary of the 20, the, the 25th anniversary of Hell in a Cell, AV Consultations has you covered. Maybe you want a golf simulator as well. Call Tom K up. 512-255-8678 or avconsultations.com. Hey, don't go nowhere. More sports on the other side plus Keenan Womack. It's the Wagner Wire. 104.9-1019-8M-1260. Stream it live at hornfm.com. Welcome back to the Wagner
1: Wire. 104.9-1019-8M-1260. Com. I'm on
3: Twitter at not the Hopefully your tweet limits are. <laughs>
0: you can still read them.
3: Smashes at the Smash Simmons and C Hastings is at C Hastings 1049. Oh yeah!
1: You're right with this wags. You good with this? Hell yeah! Take a guess. Metallica. Oh, you're so close. You got the beginning right. Metal Church. With Dave. If I would have hit Metal Church, what would you have? Thought? Oh, I would have loved you forever. Not that I wouldn't anyway, but you'd have gotten the points forever.
0: Isn't this Dave Mustaine?
1: No, not that's Mega Death. Okay. Mega Death. Metal Church, this is one of the big one of their few hits, but the song is about being poor and it's called Date with Poverty. <laughs> it's one of my favorite metal songs. Here's your title track right here. Oh, so great at the end he just screams i'm so broke i can't even afford to pay afford to pay attention it's a it's an emotional song
3: um yeah so we and i can go back sometimes. going back to music and just music appreciation too we were talking you know not ragging on twitter um but if you do need a platform to jump to for social media tiktok is fantastic for entertainment um unless you're in
0: the state I, of montana
3: <laughs> Yep. <yeah, laughs> good good pool good pool there so look um, I've been watching wrestling document, you know, documentaries. I've also been watching, you know, music documentaries. Just got done watching something on the Foo Fighters too, man. Just on, uh, just the gestation of how they came together and and you know, going, you know, trying to go get, you know, Hawkins, you know, Tyler Hawkins from Alanis Morissette's band and whatnot, and just how it all formed and just the rigors of, of what the Foo Fighters went through and how, you know, how many times they. You know, kind of broke up and got back together again, and man, really good documentary on on TikTok, dude. It's just
0: for some reason—is it like ten minutes? I know that they can put like ten minute it's videos parts. now. They're par- No, they're parts. Or are they coming in like in like
3: one minute increments? I think they're they're three minute parts. So it, I mean, I was I found myself scrolling on TikTok watching the same series for probably you know damn near almost forty five to an hour. Oh, then the algorithm is working perfectly then. Well, I mean, it's keeping it's. <laughs> It's almost like yes, having it's keeping you
0: in tights. Well, it's
3: almost like keeping yourself entrenched in that person's profile. Yeah, that's right? exactly what if it's you doing. do if you do stories in parts and it's so it's compelling enough, right? And, and it's not their own content. They're they're clearly taking somebody else's content and oh, putting easily. it on their page. But
0: they're breaking it up in parts and it you know, it's driving their It's driving their impressions up, man. Yeah, it makes it more easily digestible, and it's kind of like the websites when they go by reads and stuff, and like they put articles out, and they put number articles, listicles, if you will, and they make you click each page because that makes it another page count, when they could have easily put it all on one page, 1 through 10.
3: You know what is a really good page that you need to go to right now and check out? I'm not sure. Draftpunk.com. Draftpunk.com. Our man, Keenan Womack joins the show now on the Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline. And he is the owner of DraftPunk.com. It's all your information that you need for the NBA. He's got a huge pulse, a deep pulse on the association in terms of the draft and with people securing that bag. And we bring him on today to the Wagner Wire to talk more about the association. What's going on, brother? Happy Fourth of July weekend, man. How are you?
2: Man, I'm fantastic! It is uh, free agency first weekend. Always a good time. Uh, can't wait to see what goes down before I head to summer league on Friday. So out to Vegas, baby! Looking forward to seeing some of the moves. Yeah, out in Vegas, man. Very excited about it. So, I may or may not hit a sports book. Maybe,
0: <laughs> maybe. Should
2: say maybe.
0: Maybe Caesar's Palace. Yeah, you don't play in the NFL. You'll be good. Hey, let me know oh. Smash! Yeah. Come on! All right. hey, I'm not the one that makes the rules.
3: <laughs> no, all right, Keenan. First question, though, and it it really I gotta I gotta ask this because of the conversation that I had with the man behind the glass uh, a couple of years ago, and it was in in reference to to why the NBA is so intriguing and exciting off the floor or off the court. Like, why is the free agency and off season a lot more compelling than the regular season or even, you know, postseason in terms of the NBA, like for for some reason, the the idea and myself being able to romanticize about players that are on certain clubs right now that just aren't working in their potential to be, you know, united with a with another couple of players to make a super squad and to maybe make a push to get a championship. Why is that so much more compelling than watching the actual regular season fold out?
2: I think one reason that might be the case. I mean i I love the regular season because I'm a dork, but like like I, I try to watch I try to watch one or two games a day, college or pro, um, in the regular season in the off season, I'm watching tape. but I think part of the reason that might be true is that it's such a player driven league, you know, and I think part of the reason that that is true versus a league like the NFL even, is that they're not wearing helmets. You see their faces. You know what these Great. guys look like. You know who they are. Yep. And I think that that is one of the reasons it's so player driven. And I think the reason uh, why you might be more interested in off season stuff is that it's very fascinating to see where these players end up going because these players are larger than the franchises in a lot of cases.
3: Well, let's talk about where some of these players are going. First of all, let's let's just stay in Texas real quick and go down to H-Town and talk about Houston. What are the Rockets doing, dude?
2: Oh, that's a great question because I like their draft a lot. I like them in Thompson quite a bit. I love the Cam Whitmore pick at 20. But, uh, yeah, giving Dylan Brooks $80 million is, Decision for sure it, it reminds me of the it's a
0: decision for sure uh, i am so happy that was not the mavs getting dylan brooks to be honest with you so i'll take this all right so i'm
3: gonna i want I you to sell i dylan want you brooks to sell on me on guy, dylan brooks a little bit here because i'm <laughs> not i just wasn't feeling dylan brooks on the grizzlies so maybe this is a you know sometimes people say you know uh, a, a a brand new place is a fresh start or whatnot but i don't know maybe it'll help him a little bit more but i just don't see this as a, a really good bag i mean good on him he secured his bag yeah. but, but c- i don't know what the rockets are thinking here
0: because keenan like dylan brooks like i was all about him when he was doing his biz- his best rick flair impersonation where he was all about taking the hate and trying to project it back onto the fans but then when he got soft after lebron whooped him i was like i don't need this guy on my team
2: yeah, I mean, I would have loved him at four years, $54 million, but not four years, $80 million. I mean, that's insane. Like, I would have been fine with, with giving him, like, a reasonable contract and uh, letting him – because I, I think he's worth more than the mid-level exception, so I don't think that would have worked. But um, I do like the idea of a defensive wing that has some dog to him. But, yeah, I don't think paying him $80 million would have been smart. I mean – We'll get to Portland in a second. They seriously overpaid for a free agent. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, free agent too. So but, let's um, let's just yeah, go right. Let's. I, just, I don't. You want to jump to that?
3: Yeah, let's just go right into that. I mean, with with Grant being uh, signed for Portland, there. Do you think that is what has kind of motivated Dame to request a trade and exit stage right?
2: I don't think that's why. I just think he wanted out. I mean. The timing sucks for them, but, you know, they just gave Jeremy Grant $160 million. Five-year,
3: 160, bro. I like
2: Jeremy Grant. What is it?
3: It's five-years, 160, bro. And like you said, like, yeah, Yeah, I like like Jeremy Grant, too. He's a fine player, but, dude, I mean, that's one hell of a bag for a a COG player, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, that's an overpay. And if you look at the history of NBA free agency, the last time – these dudes were getting crazy overpaid. It was twenty sixteen? If you remember the Timothy Mah, Marl- Marl- yeah. yeah, yeah, out he to L.A., yeah, four million over four years, yeah. So like that's the kind of stuff that was going on then, it's going on again now. People are going to regret these decisions. And when you sign a guy like the thing I don't understand about the Rockets are doing is they're a young team that is not going to compete this year. I don't understand signing guys to these big long contracts. They need to be focusing on their young guys and getting cheap contracts so they can build around these young guys and when these extensions come up for you know for jalen green for Tari eason for all these guys they're not gonna have enough money to extend all these draft picks
3: 100 uh so also the lakers making a splash talking about the lake show here for just a couple of minutes um Uh, Russell returning to the Lakers now for a $37 million deal for two years. And then they also secure Austin Reeves. He gets his bag four years to stay with the Lakers. Um, Reeves to me, like uh, we knew that this was going to happen, that the Lakers were going to make a splash here uh, with Reeves here, but he's to me, he's a player that absolutely benefits from playing with LeBron James. I don't know if Reeves is worth the type of money that the Lakers threw at him without LeBron James. What's your take on that? How do you feel?
2: Yeah, I mean, any kind of movement shooter is going to be good with a ball-dominant, heliocentric point guard that can throw skip passes and uh, creates enough gravity to create spacing for these shooters. So, yeah, I mean, any shooter playing with a LeBron, a Luka Doncic, a Cade Cunningham, any kind of guard like that, definitely going to benefit from open looks. Jokic is another guy who – uh, is really good at getting the ball to three-point shooters. Chris Paul's really good at doing that too. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm confused with some of the free agency moves that we've seen uh, as far as like planning down the road. Um, you know, we'll see. I guess. But uh, I had a question for you, Wags, about your about your Wizards.
0: Oh, I, <laughs> I, I, I did too. I was gonna Kenan, ask you about that. Kenan, I'll,
3: I'll tell you this right now. I have no. You don't clue. know.
0: <laughs> Kuzma got the bag, my friend. I have. That's what no happened. Clue. I yeah, don't. Yeah, man. We talked about the. We talked about
3: the. We talked about Patern. Um. Dude, what's the? What's that? Dude, is it Paternes? Um, who's Bertons, Bertons? thank you. Yeah, I can never pronounce his oh, damn Bertons. name. Bertons, yeah. Oh, you mean no return? Yeah. Um, we talked about that bag that he got from the Wizards, right? We talked about oh, yeah. how the Wizards are just notorious at giving awful extensions or contracts. Um, the John Wall yeah. contract, then they, uh, you know, they adopted and, and took in the the Russell Westbrook contract. It, it's just, it's in the DNA of the front office of the Wizards. For some reason, they feel like they can just make magic happen anywhere. It hasn't been able to work on the damn floor, and it's not able to work in the contract. Um, so this extension with Kuzma, I mean, dude, we were making fun of Kyle Kuzma two weeks ago, man. <laughs> yes, this is the best part is, of this. This is, the, this is not the guy that's going to that's gonna propel you to, um, you know, to to get better players onto your roster here. Now, look, you're sitting here flirting with eight, nine, and ten each season. It's just going to get worse. You're in purgatory, man. Let's make a decision: either crap or get off the pot, as my old man used to say.
2: Yeah i i lo- I actually think Kuzman's a pretty good player, but like, it doesn't make any sense to sign him to that contract. Not to the contract, the contract Warriors, exactly at all. Not to the Wizards. No the the, I, the, I would have liked him on the Mavericks even, but like. Not at that price. That though. contract is a
0: ding. No, no, no. <laughs> at that price, no. I, I have a big question for you, Keenan. I'm not sure if you were listening to the show before we brought you on, but we had this discussion about Dame Lillard, and now he finally, finally figured out that he wants to be traded after, you know, asking the same question about 69 times. Finally, we come to this. And, uh, Obviously, it's going to have to be a three-team deal. There's no way, if Miami is going to be the final destination point for him, that they can manifest this by themselves. But we were talking about Tyler Hero possibly being incorporated as a a chip in that trade. And I'm saying here that I don't think Miami needs to give up Tyler Hero. Wags was saying earlier that Dane puts him into NBA championship contention, essentially. Next year, immediately. How do you feel about this whole situation for one with Dame Lillard and how he's been acting about this trade because I felt like he kind of uh, handcuffed his team. And then two, how how do you feel about a swap for Hero going to Portland? Is, is Hero more important to Miami than people think that he might be?
2: My problem with um with doing that for my or for for Portland is like they're they already have uh a lot of guards. They drafted Shaden Sharp last year. I guess Hero can play a little bit of wing too, but he's more—he's mostly an off guard. So they already have Shaden Sharp. They already have Anthony Simons. Now they have Scoot Henderson at point guard. So I don't know that trading for Tyler Hero is like the move for them. I like—I actually like. I mean, obviously, Dame in Miami is championship contender off the bat, but I—I I think. A trade that makes more sense for Portland is trading Dame for Jalen Brown to Boston and a couple of picks, uh, because I just I think Jalen Brown's better than Tyler Hero, and I think he fits a need more for Portland than Tyler Hero does. Does
0: Dame want to go to Boston? Does he have a new clause? I think he had like three teams that he was willing to talk with, but I wasn't sure if Boston was one of them. He doesn't. Have- does he have a clause in his? Contract I don't think he. I don't that, think
3: he has like, a clause. I don't think he has a. clause. Yeah, I
0: think that. I think
2: he's. I think it's out of his hands um, at this point. That's the only. That's the trade that makes sense to me. The problem with all this stuff is like it involves numbers, and numbers are scary, and I don't like them. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know much about numbers. Um, On the court, I can tell you it'd be really fun, though.
3: Yeah. Right. I mean, and you know, speaking of this, and talking talking to this, in – into play here. It does make sense for, for Portland to want to ship Dane to Boston. Um, There's possibly going to be a three player trade or a three team trade to make this thing go down if it does happen. Uh, But one thing that, you know, people aren't talking about, Miami does have a little bit of, of ammo with, uh, with draft with, you know, uh, draft capital, right? They got two first rounders that they can ship off uh, out to Portland. That might be enticing a little bit as well. Um, You, you talked about the package Probably have to include Robinson with uh, Hero and those first-round picks just to get Dame over there. Um, but, again, that's it's a hefty bag. I think it's a bag that's worth paying. In that return, you could probably get maybe one championship or two out of Dame and Jimmy Buckets in the next three years. Bam out of bio, Jimmy Buckets and Dame Lillard in Miami. That sounds like a, a championship contender, even with the exit of uh, you know Hero, Robinson, Vincent. Um, uh, Struess, you know the the cog players, you know, because those cog players will be able to to be um, fulfilled or I guess succeed
2: succeeded. Yeah, I mean you can draft guys to replace those dudes, but like you can't draft Dame Lillard. No, generational I mean? player, so, generational talent. I, yeah, I know he is, and I mean like the game that really made him the generational talent to me was that playoff game against Denver in 2021, where he went for 55. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, game. I do. I think he hit 11 threes. Um, something like that. He, he just completely dominant. And, you know, selfishly, I just want to see Dame in Miami, because that would be awesome to watch on the court, you know, regardless of hating the heat. Cause I'm a Mavericks guy, whatever, man, I like good basketball and that would be fun. Good basketball. I like Jimmy Butler, um, that, that's sort of what they need. They need like a walking bucket type and that's what Damian Lillard can provide them. Uh, he can also facilitate, um, Bam Adebayo is a really good facilitator at center. Uh, so that helps as well. I think Damian Lillard isn't, it's not one of those star trades where it's like, okay, uh, we're going to throw the star on this team and hope it works. I think Damian Lillard actually works really well with Miami.
3: So do I. I think it makes them championship contenders immediately. They could possibly make a run, maybe getting two. That's just my opinion.
2: I mean, shoot, they weren't. They were just championship contenders without him. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, I mean, I think they made one hell of a run, and they, you know, it was kind of an anomaly their perimeter shooting in the postseason. But um, it it was sure, very hard. Like,
2: they went to the finals, didn't they? Go to the finals like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in
3: yeah. bubble
0: year, bubble year. Or yeah, at the bubble. Yeah. yeah,
2: so they got the COVID year, yeah. So they got, you know, they got some guts at the very yeah.
0: least. Keenan, I've been trying I to hold out know. I've been trying to hold out, but let's talk about what everybody really wants to talk about on this show. The Mavericks re-signing Seth Curry and this guy you might know named Kyrie Irving.
2: Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, huge, huge, huge. Seth Curry's another movement shooter, guy that can hit shots off screens.
0: Another guy they uh, already had. Like that. <laughs> Just to I'm, bring him back. I'm like, another guy that the Mavs already had just to bring him back.
3: Keenan, do you agree with these moves? That's what Smash is trying to get I to. Yeah, man, me. I mean, I'm not sure I how do. I feel about this.
2: Seth Curry, I, right. love, I love bringing Curry back, and I love re-signing
0: Kyrie. Oh, I we had, had to Mavericks, resign Kyrie. Had no choice. not
2: sure, but they, I think they crushed the draft. I think they addressed all their needs. They flipped a bad contract. They added they brought Kyrie back and they brought in Seth Curry and they re-signed Dwight oh, Powell. That's right. I know Dwight Powell's not exciting. I know, but he's not gonna be your starter probably we by the hoping end of the year, he won't be your starter. But he's a good he's a really good pick and roll big with Luca. He can catch lobs and he's not like an exciting player. He's not amazing, but he's a good guy to bring in and play fifteen minutes. It's really helpful to have a guy that's as good of a role man. As Dwight Powell is as your second, or even maybe third, by the end of the year, center. All
3: right. Unfortunately, Keenan, that's all the time that we have for today, man. But we got to have you on again soon in the next few shows here. Um, Hey, enjoy your Fourth of July, bro. Uh, Thank you so much for coming on and and spending your morning here with us. We appreciate that.
2: Dude, of course. Anytime. I appreciate it. Real quick, I'm dropping my Texas Longhorns basketball podcast tomorrow. The first episode. Mister Chad Hastings will be joining. Nice. Uh, Right on.
1: very Fantastic. exciting
2: stuff. Uh, loves a call on next weekend. So, yeah, man, looking forward to it.
3: Sounds great, man. I love the success that you're having, man, and, and nothing but the best for you. And uh, keep killing it, dude. Rocking and rolling, man.
2: Love you guys. I'll talk to <laughs> you soon.
3: Later, brother. big good, man. And there he goes, one of the best in the business dude. So, make sure you're following DraftPunk.com right now. He does have a little bit of a thing for Daft Punk as well. But who doesn't? Who doesn't? doesn't. Exactly. Who hasn't? Who hasn't? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think um, remember when they were Stardust. Yeah. Right like right before they began. They were just messing around. They Isn't were just messing it, around is that, for 5 minutes is That, and that baby. Um and Music dun dun. to the red with oh, you. that's right. That is them. Okay, there you right. Groove baby. baby. We'll have it we'll have it on the way. We'll have it back in. But we got to go feels somewhere. Like we got to go pay. Yeah. Music kids, you got me going Yeah, I know no, it's a good song. Feels bro. Like um, we got to go pay some bills Roll back. Th- uh, don't go nowhere. We got just as a tip on the other side, and we'll be coming back with a little bit of Stardust. It's the Wagner Wire.
1: You're listening to the Wagner Wire on the horn. Here's Wagner.
2: struggling I want to kiss you
0: Hastings remix.
3: Shout out to T Hastings 1049 on Twitter, breaking us in and off these radio airways. This is Startup. Um, you would know them better as Daft Punk. They were just messing around in the studio and made magic happen. Make some bad decisions. Maybe I'll out, out, might a little bit on my hair. You never know. I'll touch on my hair. hair to go right there. Just a tip. That's kind of what we're gonna play right now.
0: Feel them hips? I know you gotta be grooving in your car no matter where you're at right now. Be safe about it, though. Pull over. Yeah. Pull over. Don't want to cause an accident. Turn
3: it, it up a tirating. little bit. Do yourself a favor. Get loose with it. And let it out like fuck, huh? Get them hips going just a just a, a tad. I can feel into my glutes, man. My glutes are always firm.
1: Bacon may feel...
3: Oh, bacon all over the place. Bacon Mayfield. This is definitely Daft Punk. You, you, you get that vibe, right? You got right? the sound. And if you didn't know that this was Stardust, you'd be like, oh, this is Daft Punk. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's, it's true. It's very true. They were just messing around in a French studio. The Daft, the Daft House. House. The Daft House. And cut this. Yeah. And they were just like, all right, so they added another member to the band. hmm And then they formed Daft Punk.
0: Sadly, they
1: broke
0: up, but this is what the 90s babies had, man. Yeah, even the Beatles had to break up, you know? Yeah, that's true. Austin, yeah. Texas, baby. And we are in Austin, Texas,
3: and it is time for Just the Tip. We get into this, baby. Perhaps play a little game
1: called Just the Tip. Now look, Just for a second, just to see how it feels.
3: We are going to see how it feels because it's been feeling really, really good. Very, very good. The past couple of weeks, I don't know if you've been paying attention to your Wagner Wire Tips of the Week, but we've been hitting.
0: I was gonna say my bank account says <laughs> different. <laughs> it says well, like, I have been. I was gonna t- I'm telling you right now you have been hitting.
3: Alright, so we went we only dropped three. No, no, we dropped two of the seven two weeks ago. And oh we did, we missed a sweep. We only missed a sweep this past week with the, the Rangers over the Tigers. I know, it was close though. But I'm telling you, man gonna have to get with it you're gonna have to get with the tip so when we give you just the tip you got to play these you got to play the tips today they don't go over the week so i had a few texters actually asking uh throughout the week hey man was your was your was your tip for just the tip was it good for out throughout the week no man that's that's tip of the week all right so tip of the week is where i give you out tips throughout the entire week but just the tip is
0: only for today so let's not confuse that okay
3: now how are you feeling for today's
0: Smash? I'm feeling pretty good so far until I get in that car and drive 10 hours. Oh, yeah? What, <laughs> what
3: what lines do you have today? Do you have any action today?
0: No, soccer's going on, but there's nothing. You know, I'm trying to learn the difference between a bad wager and a good wager when it comes to possible returns. And although I know I could pick all the winners for soccer, the odds are just not in the favor to make it worth my time.
3: Well, I'm going to tell you right now, the 20s are given 120 to the birds in Birdland. Twin Cities, you ain't got no chance, baby. Yeah. Birds take it down. Now, look, I'm not saying this just because of my beloved birds and I'm a homer for the Baltimore Orioles, but the lumber has been cracking Yeah, they've been hot. They've been hot for a while, man. So have your Rangers. Your Rangers have been nasty, man. And they just signed Chapman to try to shore up that bullpen, get ourselves some real closer. I like it. Today, I'm liking the Rangers and I'm liking the Orioles. All right? The Rangers to kind of tie this thing, to, to put the end on the Astros. Nothing today. would
0: make me more happy. Except it, the fact.
3: Is it, is it too sweet?
0: Oh, it's too sweet. <laughs> Was that
3: NWO? Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, NWO.
3: And that is your tip, just the tip for today. Get a little, sh- I mean, man, rock and roll
0: with some stardust there. Oh, man, it's always good to get that in get there. The, get the hips expanded a little bit. Got You know, a little 42, exercise you know what I
3: mean? 42, you got to get it going. got to get it.
0: Man, I'm almost there. I lost a lot of flexibility in those hips already. Weren't so. <laughs> you a wrestler
3: at one time? Yeah.
0: But, I mean, I what was. was your, way- what was your persona? What? oh I was like a n uh, a nineteen eighties rocker reject, essentially. You know, like hair metal style, like one of the I wanted oh. to be like essentially wanted to be one of the rockers. Like I wanted to be Marty Jannetty or Shawn Michaels. He's got a Marty Gennetti thing going, yeah, I gotta tell you. Without the drugs, but yes. <laughs> without the drugs. <laughs> he has a lot man. of problems. I'm just saying. Hey. But you hey, got man. the hair. He was a good wrestler though.
3: So I thought he was more athletic than the he, Heartbreak Kid. Like when I when he used to be able to come and what he would get suplexed, right? And they would try and do a pinfall with like a like a suplex, and then he would actually be able to bridge himself from from the back position
0: off oh. the mat and be able to stand up. Like that's just that's one hundred percent athletic. Yeah, I was gonna say Marty Gennetti was a really good wrestler. It's just you know, and couldn't, that's you know everybody's got demons, of it, right? For sure, yeah. for sure,
1: absolutely, man. Uh, Justin, I would like to point out that you and I are now not the nerdiest wrestling folks on this show. <laughs> Wags well, just made a Marty Jannetty Kip up reference. I just want to make sure everybody understands. Yeah, a Marty Jannetty G- bridge reference. Do you yeah. understand
3: that I used to be very entrenched in
0: wrestling, oh, like I was a nerd. Well, I was like, we're
1: excited about it because it makes us feel normal. Yeah, <laughs> well, we you. are normal. And There's are, so many of us out there. It just so wasn't much. cool.
0: And sometimes I have to remember you grew up in the Northeast, the the home base of WWE back in the day when they would run like junior highs and like high schools. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, and they would tour a lot. They'd tour a lot around there, man. It yeah, was, see, we wouldn't get them as was much hot, here. Dude.
3: And that's, and I think, and I don't know if if I get more compelled to talk about wrestling during the summer because I think SummerSlam is when I first started getting into like my first marketing experience or, or my first memory of like a marketing company yeah. was W. It wasn't like Mattel with toys or whatever. It was WWE or WWF rather. Yeah, back then. time. And it was SummerSlam. And then I remember seeing other, you know, looking around in that magazine hut and seeing Bash at the beach and stuff like that. Like being able to sell emotion. Yeah. I'm That's very psyched for it now that you bring it up. Summer Biggest slam, party of the baby. summer, baby. SummerSlam. We, we we do WrestleMania over the house. You want to come and do SummerSlam over the house? Hell yeah, man. Who doesn't? That's right. Just don't slam my dog. going <laughs> <laughs> got to watch baby. out. Bianca, hey, don't go nowhere. More Wagner Wire on the other side every hour. Brought to you by Audiovisual Consultations. 512 255 8678 av consultationscom Getting a little nerdy here on the Wagner Wire, but what else is new? Don't go nowhere.